listening to Psychology NCERT Class 11th and 12th with Dr. Kavita Bhargav. A warm welcome to one and all on to my show Psychology NCERT Class 11th and 12th with Dr. Kavita Bhargav. I am your host Dr. Kavita Bhargav. I am a practicing clinical hypnotherapist. a mentor and a supervisor for transpersonal regression therapist and of course a psychologist a gold medalist in psychology over the years i was teaching psychology to um, students of class 11th and 12th and i noticed that my expertise in the subject grew as i was practicing as well as i was teaching doing researches or writing my own book called competency mapping for state administrative services then a amalgamation of all that brought to an understanding that i need to give this knowledge to a larger audience since i cannot reach the larger audience onto my own i am creating this podcast so that people who are preparing for civils or bed or any other entrance exams the 11th and 12th psychology students who are preparing for their examinations the teachers who are teaching those students all of them can actually benefit through this podcast so with the same intention i am now creating my first episode i hope you would like it this episode is titled psychological disorders this chapter forms chapter 4 of ncert class 12th the key ideas that i am going to explain or talk about into this episode are the four d's of abnormal psychology difference between normal and abnormal behaviors historical explanations for abnormal behaviors you can also find answers to questions like the following into this episode questions like what do you mean by the deviant psychological disorders what do you mean by abnormal behavior what types of behaviors are seen as abnormal what are norms right psychological approach of psychological problems who developed the organismic approach of psychological problem and what was his view what are the biological factors of abnormal behaviors and some short answer type questions like discuss briefly the role of four humors in personal character and temperament discuss states of demonology and superstition during middle ages So let's start with the first idea which is the four Ds of abnormal behavior. Now if a person comes to you or comes to me when I am practicing I need to check the four Ds whether the person is having those or not. Of course these are other than the orientation aspect of it. What is orientation? Orientation is when the person is aware of where he, he is whom he is talking to or what is he talking about. he has a kind of insight into whatever is happening so if i ask what is your name and the person is saying i live in so and so city that means the person is not well oriented okay that's a point to be noted a very thin line between a normal category or an abnormal category is this 
word called orientation which is an insight whether the person is aware or not or whether he is simply existing without any insight okay beyond this we need to understand if the person has the four d's of abnormal behavior the first d is deviant second distressing third dysfunctional and the fourth one is dangerous now let's understand the each concept clearly deviant means something which is very different unusual extreme or bizarre my hometown is in a small city college mayor i am sure all of you are aware of it we used to have a lady who used to just roam around with shabby hair at times shabby clothes at times no clothes she was unaware of what was happening with her the dogs would be running around her anyone would say anything to her and she would shout back she would even pick up a stone to throw at the other person this kind of behavior is a bizarre kind of behavior which is not really acceptable in our society now what is acceptable in our society that thing is called as norms so what are norms norms are certain set or unset rules either people talk about it or they do not so anything which is acceptable according to said or unsaid definitions is the norms the norms are based upon the culture the civilization the language the literature part of it okay so now again this is you know a kind of concept which varies a topic of conflict between time zones now for example if according to the olden days there were certain systems which exist existed like the sati pratha or johar but according to the present society present norms if someone is there who is following the same like the sati or the johar or the parda system for that matter then that person would be categorized into the deviant category because today in the modern world all these concepts have no standing of their own they used to exist once upon a time so we need to see if a person is behaving as per the normal condition in the present time then that person is acceptable in the society in the norms of the society that person is not deviant but anyone who is going away from all this then that kind of behavior is something which is deviant the second one is distressing distressing you know people who create lot of stress for themselves and for the people around them these are the people who would keep thinking negative thoughts when i think lot of negative or the heavy energy thoughts then definitely this heavy energy gives heaviness into all others around you know our heart chakra that goes bounces you know we are not accepting the things as they are this is very unpleasant upsetting to the person also to others around who would like to sit with someone uh, who would always keep on cribbing about this or that who would always talk about no things don't need to be this way or you know in the present uh, scenario of the lockdown situation recently i was just going through a lot of videos that showed a certain category of muslims who are actually you know not following the lockdown situation rather they are posting 
shabby videos about you know cleaning their nose with indian currency or beating up the medical fraternity doctors who are going into their societies for their checkups all this is very distressing just because a few members of a particular community all other members are now judged as people who are traitors this is very distressing i read another post by one of my students who is a muslim student she says that you know just because of few people all the muslims are judged that is actually distressing the next is dysfunctional now this category of people they are the ones who interfere with their own ability to carry out the day to day activities in a constructive manner so these will be the people who have an irregular schedule they would sleep late get up late won't help the parents in day to day chores not forget about you know going to office or workplaces or studies you know they would have bits like drinking smoking and this is of course a normal generic thing drinking and smoking these days this is more of a fashion situation but if this is happening regularly and then you are beating up your people around your wives or your children because of these habits then this is actually very dysfunctional you know this category of people do not actually contribute to the social development or the well-being of the society last d stands for dangerous in confidentiality terms or the norms we are very strict on to this part if a person comes to us who has a tendency of harming himself or others around then we have to breach the confidentiality so dangerous people are the ones who can harm themselves commit by committing suicide or cuts onto their bodies there are many students in fact who used to come with me in my initial years of practice sessions who used to pick up blades cut their own skins for xyz reasons whenever they were in anger they would cut it out they, i would see lot of cut marks onto their hands so if any one of you is having or undergoing such a situation please see a professional so not only this but again as i said in anger they can even hit a person they can even kill people my dad is or he served um, jail services for 34 years of his life and there were people who uh, in anger they murdered their own wives or someone or the other just in a shot of anger later on they regretted even this is abnormal but remember just one or two days don't make you fall into the category of abnormal people you need to have all the four days if you have to label someone as abnormal so please stop labeling people just because of their certain behaviors you know even the word you know like you just say it to your friends pagal hai kya or your parents may say ye to pagal hai isko rehne do no please create awareness of what exactly abnormal is you know the minds are just like sponge whatever you would say the mind receives and one fine day you never know that name tag that word can actually bring about a deviation in the person's life he may actually act as abnormal so you are the torch bearers whoever is listening to this please create awareness this is all we have and all we can do with this moving on to the next idea that i have to share in this episode that is called normal versus abnormal category a fair amount of knowledge i've already shared in the above concept 
but now if tabular form pe if i have to explain this then on the aspect of social acceptance normal category since it behaves according to the norms of the society this category is socially acceptable while since the abnormals are deviant from the societal norms they are not socially acceptable okay so they are socially unacceptable people on the dimension of effect on well being normal people they lead to the well being of around people around them as well as themselves also they promote art literature and happy and healthy activities they are functional in their approach hence the well being part while the abnormals they damage the well being of the society and also their own well being as per the stigma aspect is there in the normal category there is no stigma attached while in the abnormal category stigma is surely attached they are seen as shameful human beings to an extent that they would not even approach counselors or psychiatrist if required it's actually funny to note that whenever we have an ent issue we would directly go and see the ent specialist if there is a fever mild fever mild coughing you would go and see a physician if there is a heart issue you would see a cardiologist but when it comes to mental health people really hide it they don't go it they don't share it and they don't even spread the awareness so let's understand why actually is this that's because of the next idea that i'm going to share which is the historical explanation behind the abnormal behavior or the history of abnormal psychology you can simply call it so initially you know when all this started happening and people got little awareness about abnormal behavior they used to believe that there is a kind of supernatural or magical forces into these people so in order to suppress this abnormal or the supernatural magical forces exorcism was practiced extensively what is exorcism a kind of very powerful prayer to counter the magic which is there in the beings since prayer what happens basically let's understand so you know if i am giving a strong prayer then the conscious mind gives up its control and you reach the subconscious mind of the person which is 6000 times powerful that's how if any affirmation if any word i would say in that situation in a trance like situation that affirmation is going in the subconscious mind of the person and since now that suggestion is there in the subconscious mind the person's reality changes that was the logic behind the exorcism but it was promoted differently okay so this was generally practiced by shamans and the ojas even in bible you would find jesus praying over lord of people having these kind of magical forces as we can say magical forces in those times they call it the next came up was the biological or the organic approach they said that whenever there is improper functioning between the brain and the body then the abnormal behavior is caused the brain says something the body does something else so no functionality is there between the two no coordination is there next came up the psychological approach they believe that abnormal behavior is caused whenever there is a faulty thinking feelings and perception which in a sense is true that makes sense to me because if a negative thought is coming then a negative or 
you know the same reality would be created for that particular person now if you keep on thinking that nothing would happen even if i listen to dr kavita's podcast i would be failing either ways then definitely these kind of thoughts would give you fear or an anxiety ka emotion which however would come to your body and would be shown or the, or reflected as you're not more focused you are restless you know in a restlessness zone would you be actually studying no you would not so whatever you have in the present also would get lost so this would become your experience all experiences they are in the conscious mind of the person when they go off to sleep the critical filter between the conscious mind and the subconscious mind breaks and all the files from there from the conscious mind come down to the subconscious mind as i said subconscious is 6000 time powerful so henceforth in your life you create the same reality for you right so a faulty thinking it all begins with the thought faulty thinking faulty feeling and the perception which is faulty again this would definitely lead to abnormal behavior that becomes the reality so that's the psychological approach for you after that came up the three greek philosophers hippocrates socrates and plato they said that whenever there is a conflict between emotion and reason then abnormal behavior is formed and which is again very right as per the logic says because you know whenever you know i am feeling happy and i can't find the reason behind the happiness then definitely something kuch ghanti to bajega ki are ye kaise ho raha or i am feeling thoughts about committing suicide or i will not survive then and there is no uh, rational logic behind it then i would be feeling no it's a kind of imbalance this imbalance will definitely be on to mental level first and then only things will happen next came up galen's approach he talked about the elements like earth air fire and water all these four elements form the four humors in the human body the four humors are blood black bile yellow bile and phlegm whenever he said there is an imbalance in all these four humors then an abnormal behavior is formed definitely when in my body the chemicals are going up and down i will not be in a peaceful situation this would definitely lead to abnormal behavior this is very similar to the indian perspective that talks about the three doshas vata pitta and kapha whenever there is an imbalance in these three doshas abnormal behavior is formed very similar to galen's approach after all this came up the middle ages where people actually demonified the people with abnormal behaviors so they had the importance of demonology and superstition they said that people with mental problems are very much unwanted or they are evil and they should be persecuted or hunted down it was a very sad plight in that era because they used to tie them up with big stones and you know burn them at times like you know you must have heard about ye kya hai dayan hai aur usko jala diya types you know even few months back i heard in these times also in jharkhand there was a lady jisko inhone dayan bana diya aur usko fir jala julu diya you know something like this happened in this time also you know who middle ages se chalta aa raha hai but when saint augustine he wrote about the feelings and the mental conflict of such people in his writings then that changed the perspective people really became 
empathetic towards such people and this led to a different era called the renaissance period in renaissance period humanism was picked up and dr john weyer he was the student of st augustine he took it ahead as the leader in the renaissance period and he said that psychological conflicts are nothing but an issue created by the disturbed interpersonal relationships this interpersonal relationship disturbance gives rise to psychological disorders again very logical you know there are many teenagers who come to me very disturbed because of the common fights that happen in the family between mothers their grandmothers the fathers you know they are so disturbed they feel that everything is because of them at times they become the common topic of fight i can't afford the fees of this person this child or i cannot teach why don't you teach you know things like this so whenever there is a disturbance in interpersonal relationship definitely the child becomes the symptom of a sick family so you know we need to be very careful about what we are talking in front of whom we are talking very especially the children so in such situations i definitely go with the individual counseling of the child but i make sure that the parents agree for the sessions themselves this is very important i'll tell you why it will be covered too after renaissance period came up the 17th and the 18th century which was the age of enlightenment and reason this gave up a scientific way that is the reform movement in the approach towards dealing with these patients they believed in care and deinstitutionalization or we can call it rehabilitation of people who were into the asylums so they worked upon the person's body mind and soul and then once everything was balanced they gently gave rehabilitation training to them or the occupational training we call it these days and then they could be sent back home they believe that the community itself can or is empowered enough to take care of these individuals so the demonology finally ended with the 17th and the 18th century with the concept called deinstitutionalization the most recent approach now is the biopsychosocial approach the biopsychosocial approach believes in all the three factors biological psychological and the social factors which are leading to developmental disorders in present day also if someone comes to me for any kind of therapeutic work i make sure that the biological aspect of that person's life is clear once that is clear i'm i go through the uh, records if there are any doctors he has seen the physicians what are the reports and all if that is balanced then we take up the psychological therapies or the counseling or the cbt sessions whatever is required once the psychological aspect is balanced then is the time for the environment to change then we look forward to the family or the close friends or the relationships the person is into and they are also worked through so it's no point healing a person therapeutically and then sending him him back to the society or the same environment so that's the role where the family therapies come up and many psychologists these days are following the biopsychosocial approach often it is termed as the eclectic approach you know a mix of all the therapies are given to the person 
that's eclectic approach more on the eclectic approach whenever i'm dealing chapter 9 of class 12th so i was talking about why is the stigma attached to abnormal behavior the greek philosopher hippocrates he gave an oath he talked about that all the diseases are caused by either of the three things the personality the character of or the attitude of a person which suggest that all the diseases are psychosomatic in nature even the mbbs doctors they have to go for hippocrates oath before they finally get their degrees but of course that's a different story that many of them forget what was it about many remember and of course now is the revolution in the field of psychology more of acceptance is coming up that i'm seeing that happened because of the awareness that all of us are creating and i'm sure after this podcast you would be talking about the awareness too so this was all about the first episode let's have a very quick recap of what all we studied in this episode the four d's of psychology abnormal psychology are deviant distressing dysfunctional dangerous normal versus abnormal psychology social acceptance normal people are accepted abnormal are not accepted in the society effect on well-being normal people contribute to the well-being of the people around while abnormal they are maladaptive they damage the well-being of the society and themselves stigma in normal there is no stigma attached while in abnormal category definitely a stigma is attached talking about the historical explanations initially it was exorcism that was practiced to counter magic supernatural and the magical forces this was followed by the biological or the organic approach later on came up the psychological approach that talked about faulty thinking feelings and perceptions leading to abnormal behavior the organismic approach by the three greek philosophers hippocrates socrates and plato galen talked about the four humors based upon earth air fire and water this was very similar to the indian perspective of tridosha vata pitta and kapha imbalances this was then followed by middle ages where importance of demonology and superstition came up saint augustine's writings changed the perspective on mental conflicts and feelings of such people this led to john weir's humanism approach in the period of renaissance where disturbed interpersonal relationships were more emphasized for leading to psychological disorders the institutionalization happened in the 17th and the 18th century and the most recent approach came up was the biopsychosocial approach which said that all the three factors are crucial for development of disorders so with this we finish the recap of episode 1 do let me know how you find this episode that will be your contribution in the field of psychology also let me know any questions that you are carrying after listening to this podcast you can follow me on my facebook group the link to the same is given in the description of my podcast if you like this episode please share it with your friends and family and all those who wish to know about psychology as a subject happy learnings happy healings